It's Wednesday, February 5th. I am Martine Powers. This is an election update from Post Reports. So just as a heads up, mm-hmm. this is the difficulty. Shadow is not the name of the app that they used. Okay. Yeah, there's it, – it's, it's – oh, God, it has, like, a special name. It's like Tony Rom is a senior tech policy reporter at The Post. And he says that he did not expect that the biggest story to come out of the Iowa caucuses would be a tech story. The caucus is a pretty unique setting. It's not like showing up at the polls and checking off the person that you want for the presidency. It's people in gymnasiums, in schools, standing up for the candidates that they literally want to see nominated uh, on behalf of the Democratic Party. And so counting that and relaying that back to one source isn't always easy, especially when you're talking about dozens and dozens and dozens of precincts scattered across an entire state. So what essentially Iowa Democrats realized was that they needed a faster, more efficient way to do that sort of results tabulation. And it had to be a method that was safe against any sorts of foreign or domestic election meddling. So it had to be a secure solution as well. And so what we ultimately got was the app that Iowa Democrats had deployed for the caucus on Monday night. And I think even Democrats would acknowledge it was a total unmitigated disaster for them. I think we have been better off doing the caucuses the way we did the last time. What was that like? So theoretically, in the past, when people have been reporting the results from voting, they would, I guess, just pick up the phone and call to the Democratic headquarters in Iowa. And that was what would get complicated. And so with this app, theoretically, you were supposed to be able to just like punch in the numbers that were tabulated from what people were seeing in each precinct. Right. And there was a whole long process on the part of Democrats, both national and in Iowa, to try to figure out a tech solution that would work for the state. It was this tortured thing that went on for a number of months before they ultimately ended up with the app that was put into place on Monday. And all that being said, Iowa Democrats had in place a phone system so that people could call in if they were having trouble with the app or perhaps they weren't trained on it. But it turns out that there were a number of technical troubles that hamstrung the app, that hamstrung reporting on Monday night. The phone lines ultimately got clogged. And what you ended up with was this bottleneck that took about 24 hours to resolve. So how much do we know about what actually went wrong with the app and why it didn't work? There were essentially two buckets of things that went wrong. The first had to do with the service itself. There seems to have been some sort of coding error on the back end that essentially made it hard for the company and for Iowa Democrats to fully tabulate the results and to do so in an accurate and swift way. But perhaps just as, if not more important than that, was the actual implementation of this on the ground. There were lots of criticisms coming from people in Iowa that they had not been sufficiently trained on it, there wasn't enough time to really learn how the system worked, that they couldn't download it on their phones or they couldn't log into it, even in the days before voters turned out for the Iowa caucus. And so it led to this perfect storm where the app wasn't working and people didn't know how to work it, even if it did work. So, you know, I think that it was sort of a wake up call for a lot of Democrats as to what they need to do in the future if they look to implement these sorts of technology solutions. So the company that developed this app is called Shadow. What have they said about this debacle? Shadow has admitted that something definitely went wrong. They have admitted that there were coding troubles on the back end that caused the delays that we saw on Monday night. In addition to apologizing, they said that they did not have any evidence that the vote itself had been compromised. They have no doubt about the legitimacy of the election itself. 
there's always been this issue with respect to cybersecurity when it comes to voting. Everything from the machines you use to select the candidate that you won for president, right up to the apps that we saw deployed for registering those results. And there's an entire ecosystem, an entire business around providing those solutions to individual campaigns so that they can mobilize voters and to the states and local precincts that you know actually put the machinations of voting into action. And so, you know, I, I think with, with respect to shadow, what it also suggests is a desire on the part of Democrats to really improve their digital game. There has been so much money spent or invested in the years since Donald Trump was elected president to help Democrats find a new digital edge over Republicans. There, there was just this theory that they had gotten completely beaten uh, by Republicans, particularly on social media, that they needed to invest in their own sort of more powerful, more aggressive ecosystem. And that's why you see companies like shadow coming into existence and newly being embraced by old school Democratic Party infrastructure. So do we know if this specific app or other apps made by Shadow are going to be used for other caucuses or other primaries? So we do know that others had been talking to Shadow about implementing their technology. And one that has come up is the Nevada Democratic Party, which also has a caucus. Nevada has come out, though, and said, we're not going to use it. We're not using this stuff. We have concerns about it. There's no chance that we're going to have the same problems here that Iowa had just on Monday. You have these private companies developing these apps, and the apps mess up during critical times, like during the Iowa caucuses. It contributes to this idea that maybe the integrity of our elections can be questioned, that it just makes it seem like the process isn't transparent or the process isn't necessarily accurate, even if in this specific instance, there is every confidence that the actual results that have come out are accurate results. Yeah, it creates doubt. It makes people more reluctant to embrace this technology, both the campaigns and the parties that put it into place, and then the people who ultimately have to use it at the end of the day. You know, it's one thing for us to use Facebook, and when we go to upload a photo, it doesn't work, and we get kind of annoyed, and maybe we try again later. But the stakes are so much different with respect to voting. And so now you have a lot of officials out there saying, well, this is exactly why we don't put these kinds of tech solutions into place in the context of democracy. Tony, thank you so much. Thanks. Tony Rahm reports on tech policy for The Post. That's it for this segment of Post Reports. Full episodes of our show come out every weekday afternoon. You can subscribe at postreports.com or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Martine Powers. Thanks for listening. Thank you.